0: Ethan James. She rattled off a whole lecture in Italian, probably repeating the same scolding she'd given him on Friday after he'd first told her about Crazy Catwoman. Squatting on the branch, he circled his eyes skyward. Yeah, I know. Give her a chance. It'd be nice if that worked both ways. Listen, I'll come by later tonight, okay? Only if you're gonna let me have an espresso persistence at its finest. Love you, Nana. See you soon. Ciao. He maneuvered down the branches. Sandy flanked his side as soon as his boots hit the pavement. You're gonna be a buffer if I need it, right? But rather than approach, Cassidy stayed on the patio, sweeping the concrete squares one section at a time. The girl didn't do anything without precision, did she? Ethan grabbed his T-shirt off the counter, slung it over his shoulder, and headed toward walking flames he had no clue how to tame. With the sun directly overhead, the day's heat bored into his chest. Or maybe it was something about being around her. He stopped along the edge of the patio and clicked his boots together to knock the dirt off. She flicked a glance toward him and cast it right back to the ground, cheeks pink. Do you always work half-naked? His gaze ricocheted off her to his bare stomach. Sorry. He snagged his shirt from his shoulder and tugged it on but couldn't lose his grin. I'm used to working with a bunch of guys. Was it just him or was she sweeping hard enough to snap those bristles in half? Sandy pushed his wet snout up under his hand. Ethan rubbed his head while peering behind him at the shack. It's pretty bad. Cassidy leaned on the broom handle and finally looked at him head on. What is? The canteen. He crossed the cement and handed her his list. But nothing that can't be mended. A hint of dejection touched her eyes as she read over the page. Let's hope the same can be said about the rest of the place. Keeping her head down, Cassidy tucked the page into her pocket. Thanks for this. She set the broom against the wall and walked inside without saying anything else. He looked at Sandy and mirrored his curious expression. Stay. The dog trotted after him. Ethan turned, hand lifted. Okay, we'll have to work on that one. But take it from me. You don't want to go in there. Inside, a gust of bleach-scented fumes almost backed him through the door. At the opposite end, T struggled to push one of the collapsible tables against the wall. He jogged over to help. Folded in half, it butted into the cinder blocks with a thud. That must have been what he'd heard earlier. The concrete walls and low hanging ceiling made the perfect sound system for shooting the echo all the way out to the canteen. Thanks. T flexed her hands. My arms are starting to get a little shaky. For good reason. They'd cleared the entire mess hall, propping a table between each window. Those babies weren't light. We're about to scrub the floor. Actually, can you do that? Cassidy grabbed a bucket on her way past them. I'm going to start on the shower hall instead. Sure you don't want to break for a quick breakfast first? Red whisked the screen open. Not hungry. The door fanned behind her. Ethan turned to T. Why do I get the feeling she left because I came in? She offered him an empathetic smile. Give her time. She'll warm up to you. T hauled another bucket off the ground. Trust issues. There was the understatement of the year. She headed toward the kitchen, bucket swinging. Want some coffee? A bottle of water if you have any. He had to have sweated out a gallon while in the canteen. The place probably hadn't been aired out in a solid year. Sure. Cass picked some up on Friday. The same scream he'd heard three days ago rang up the hill. His gaze met T's right before they both sprinted outside. Cass?